Hello and welcome to the Stooky Duck Podcast. This is Raquel. And this is Eric Dillagy from the SFC. And you know who it is. It's AOG. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're joined by... And what's up, this is Mike. And we're here to talk Game of Thrones. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing great. Doing good. So am I. Let's talk about Game of Thrones. Let's do it. So, I saw something on Facebook that I brought up while we were watching it. It had to do with the scene in the opening credits when they showed the wall. So, in the, in the previous seasons, when they showed the wall, you could see uh, the water. And this time, when they showed the wall, you could see the water, and then they panned in. And then when they were panning out, they showed that the, that the water was frozen. So on Facebook, somebody had said that that was probably going to be one of the ways that the White Walkers, that's how they were going to get past the wall. By going through the water? It's frozen. Oh, it's ice. Oh, it's yeah, ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, they don't like water, but they can walk on ice. So do they have to penetrate the wall? I don't know. I mean... I'm not really following all the spoilers or anything like that. I just thought it was interesting. And they actually had screenshots of the wall of the opening sequence for the past six seasons. And they had the screenshot from this season where it showed the water was frozen over. Interesting. They don't even have to penetrate the wall. They can just go around. So it's interesting to see how that's going to play out. Very, very interesting. For some reason, I always thought that the White Walkers could go underneath the water, like maybe like zombies or something, and they didn't have to like breathe or anything because they're already dead, right? And they could just walk underneath the water. I just always had that impression. Yeah, that's some, like Pirates of the Caribbean type of type of stuff. But if you remember the battle that the battle of I can't remember the name of the battle. Um, we know which one you're talking about. Yeah, when Jon Snow and the troops got on the boats and left, the White Walkers didn't go into the water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So if the water's frozen over and it's ice, they can just come right through. Walk right across. <laughs> so. Now, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm I really don't know. Now, and it seems like it just, it looked like it was fog over the water. That could be it. It could be it, but I really I mean, don't think it means anything. I just think the walkers are going to tear down the wall. It's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, do do the men of the Night's Watch have enough manpower to take on those walkers? No. I mean, I know they don't really have to take them on, but if they do start penetrating the wall for whatever reason, would they be able... I mean, they probably would not be able to stop them anyways. No, but that's why John's why? trying to gather troops. And that's why he's going to talk to Daenerys. Right? Right. And then I Such thought, a boss. Um, yeah. I thought uh, from last week's episode, the Wildlings was going to go to the... Uh, he was going to get sent to... Uh, Castle Black? I think so. That's where the Wildlings are going to go. That's where the wall is, right? Yeah. That's yeah. where he sent um, Tormund. Right. Okay, so let's talk about the first scene. The first scene of episode two, titled Stormborn. 
They are talking about the night that Daenerys was born. Uh, it was during a storm, and that's why they call her Daenerys Stormborn, because she was born during the storm. Clever. Clever. I see what you did there. <laughs> I did not see that one coming. They're talking strategy. Strategy on, you know, how to take back her throne. What's rightfully hers. She confronts Varys about... His loyalty, right? His loyalty. Is it his loyalty to whoever is in power for the sake of his own life? Or does, you know... That's what she's questioning, like. You're just looking out for yourself is what her perception of him is. Right, because she brings up the fact that, you know, he followed her brother. And she asks him if he knew that he was cruel and... Well, he brings up, she brings up how he served the Mad King as well, right? I mean, she has all the. She's got all the right to to think that this dude's sketch. You know, <clears throat> I mean, I would. This dude has served more kings than, than than you can imagine. You know, right? And he was the one that orchestrated her attempted assassination because Robert Baratheon ordered him, not because he wanted to, but because he was serving the king. Right. All that being said. Tyrion was there, you know, trying to uh, Captain Save, you know, <laughs> he was trying to save this king home. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, the queen obviously just he, like just you know checked him on, just cut him off, and that's pretty. You're not the king. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just let, let, just, let, let him know real quick. You know? Just the head. But 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 you know, I think back to when this guy was talking about in the previous season that, you know, he might potentially want to be king. You know, he's, he, like he said, he's came from the gutters and, you know, abandoned houses and all that, but, and he's got to where he is. Do I think he might just want to stop there? No. Why just take a piece of the cake when you can have the whole thing? And he's so close. He's so close. He's within touching distance of the queens and kings that he serves. Which makes him even more sketch. I, I have to agree with you. Yeah. But you know what he says, what he preach, or what he's preaching about, or whatever. But he doesn't. His loyalty isn't with the king or queen. His loyalty is with the people. So everything he, that he's doing is for the people, because he knows what it's like to be in their situation, to be. At your lowest, or at pretty much at rock bottom. So I mean, and that's a that, I mean, that's a great character. You know, it's a good characteristic to have in a leader's position. You know, even in today's day and age, you know. But she could just take. She could just take whatever she wants right now. Right, she could, but she's not going to because she wants to be strategic about it. She doesn't want people to lose their lives. And that could you know, potentially make or break her. Now, she questions his loyalty. He tells her that he's loyal to her, that he will not 
ever betray her. She asks him that if he ever feels that she's not making a good decision, that he should tell her and not go behind her back. She makes him swear it. He does. And then she tells him, if you betray me, I'm going to burn you alive. And he replies, what more could I expect from the mother of dragons? She ain't messing around, first of all. <clears throat> she is straight up a boss lady, and she will continue to be a boss lady until the moment that she probably dies. If she ends up if, dying. If. It's a big if. Hopefully she never I, does. I, she, me with three dragons? I better not die. I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> all right, so that brings us to the next scene. Um, Grey Worm announces that a red priestess has come. So Daenerys walks into the great room and Melisandre is there. Varys informs Daenerys that Melisandre was with Stannis Baratheon. He, he basically dry snitches. Basically. <laughs> he dry snitches. That, uh, you know, she, she, was, she was working with um, Stannis Baratheon, but obviously... That he was, was a fail. He was just trying to keep a little heat off of him right now. He's yeah. like, oh, look at her. She, yeah. <laughs> she also, look look at her. I totally would. <laughs> but Daenerys says, oh, you came on a good day because I'm pardoning people, right? And, she, and she looks... Lucky you. <laughs> and she looks back at Varys. He bows his head. She was accepting of her right from the beginning, though, because she mentioned the Red Priest from right. before. And so they, she was already on good terms with Red Priest. So. so they're speaking and um, Melisandre men- mentions the the prince that was promised that he that the prince that was promised would help what is it end the war there was a prophecy of- the prophecy there we go okay so <laughs> Melisandre tells her about the prophecy, about the prince that was promised. Daenerys repeats it, but Missandei corrects them and says, well, she corrects Daenerys and says, your interpretation interpretation was incorrect. In High Valyrian, um, there is no gender. So it could be Prince... Or princess, which Daenerys likes better because she's not a prince, right? She was a princess and now she's the queen. But that's interesting because if it's true that High Valyrian has, when you're, when you're speaking in High Valyrian and you try to translate it, there's it's gender neutral, then I know, like, I haven't read the books, but from what I've, you know, at different podcasts that I hear, they talk about the prophecy of the Valencar, 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 Valencar in High Valyrian means little brother. And so when Cersei was young, she was told that her her death was going to be brought on by her Valencar. 
which is why I think one of the reasons why she hates Tyrion, because that's her little brother, right? But I've been thinking, oh, you know, it could be Jamie. Jamie's her younger brother. Maybe Jamie's going to kill her. But if in High Valyrian, if little brother, if it's gender neutral, it could be little sister. And does it have to be her little sister? Can it be somebody else's little sister that kills her? <clears throat> Arya? Maybe. That's interesting. So Melisandre informs them that the king of the north is Jon Snow. And Tyrion was surprised to hear that. And um, Daenerys asks if he knows him. And he says yes. And that he likes him. And that he has more reason to hate the Lannisters because they killed his father. They helped orchestrate the Red Wedding and everything that they put his sisters through. And again, they don't know what happened with Arya, but the Lannisters, look what they put Sansa through. I mean... It's very interesting. I mean, th- th- this can go like so many ways. I'm, th- I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking of so many different things that can happen right now. It, I wish they would give me more in these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what happens? Tyrion says, "We got to get Jon Snow over here, right?" And then, yeah. So then they send a raven. And yeah. She for an invite, but an invite to bend the knee and. You know, he's the king of the north. Uh, he's the king of the north right now, but I don't think he's that prideful to where he's humble. He's humble. John Snow is very humble. He it's a game of chess with him, and he's very strategic. You know, he has something in him that enables him to be so patient. He's a he fighter. Knows, he knows. He knows how how much time has been put in to being a great leader. So he doesn't expect everything to be executed in a snap, snap of a finger. Yeah, I think he just tries to do the right thing by everybody. And that's kind of like what he goes for. And like he said in the last episode, you know, the person that carries the sentence swings the sword. So he's, he's stern, you know, but kind of soft at the same time, but fair. You know, he's not afraid to take action either. He won't hesitate. You know, if you did wrong, you did wrong. He's a fighter. I don't know he, if he's too strategic because he showed that he... Ha- Let's talk. Okay, so the Battle of the Bastards. He wasn't strategic there. Right. Sansa warned him, and he just went all in. Once once Ramsay killed Rickon, he just... If there was any strategy, he, that shit went out the window. I mean, he but- went full fucking force. But that's his little brother. I mean, tell me you wouldn't try to do the same thing. Of course I would. Of course. But what I'm saying is, I don't know if he's so strategic. I just think he just, he has the, he's a fighter. He, he knows what's, what's about to happen. Right. And he has a bigger picture than what others think is the big picture. And he's the only one. He's the only one. Because he's seen it. And you know what? It shows, an intri- it shows a tremendous amount of faith in these people to believe in, in Jon Snow. Into, you know, believing into what he's seen. Especially 
after them not being able to see it, but you know they're they're really trusting this guy. Yeah. They, so I mean that says a lot about him. They they are trusting him, but at the same time too, he is their king. A lot of them were disagreeing with him too. Even the girl, what's her name? The the young. The... We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So in the next scene, we're at Winterfell, and John has just received a raven from Dragonstone. And he asks Sansa to read the last line. And if I remember correctly, it read, All dwarves are bastards in their father's eyes. And she, didn't, she doesn't know what that means. And John tells her that that's something that Tyrion told him when he met him. The letter goes on to say... It, it didn't even mention anything about bending the knee. You know what I'm saying? No, it didn't mention anything about bending the knee. And Daenerys is specific on telling him that. Right. So it's going to be a, a surprise when he, if, if he goes. I mean. But it did mention... Um, they talked about dragons... And Davos said, you know, what kills, what did you say that kills White Walkers? Fire? Well, she's got dragons. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I think Davos is that, like, conscious, you know, that conscience. And uh, he knows that it might be a trap, but also he knows that they're potentially doomed if they don't go, you know. And it's not about bending the knee because I'm pretty sure, again, like I said, Jon Snow doesn't really care about that kind of stuff. No, he doesn't. What I thought that was interesting is that Sansa and Dawes tell him not to go. Like, no, you shouldn't go. It's too dangerous. But I think Jon is willing to go. At this point, he's willing to go to to see her, to talk to her, because he knows what they're fighting. And he knows Tyrion. And he, he lightweight, you know, low-key, trusts him. Right, and he even asks Sansa, like, you know him. What do you think? So she said that he was good to her. He but, was better than the other Lannisters. But he's a Lannister. I don't think he considers himself a Lannister. That's why he closed that note with, all dwarfs are bastards in their dad's eyes because they have common ground. They're both bastards. And so that's why I that's why he did that. So that's basically telling John, you can trust me. Or maybe that it's really him at the end of the and it's only something that at the end of that letter and it's only something that they know that they spoke of. So the next thing we're back at King's Landing and Cersei is being a bitch as always <laughs> yeah she's just she's talking shit about Daenerys so Cersei is questioning everyone's allegiance to her and she mentions House Tyrell and how they all had allegiance to House Tyrell but House Tyrell has now formed an alliance with Daenerys Targaryen and she's She's telling everybody that, you know, all the horrible things that Daenerys has done, how she's killed these noblemen and unleashed her dragons to eat everybody. And she's asking for them to 
be on her side. So Randall Tarly steps forward and basically tells her, hey, man, she's got fucking dragons. Like, how the fuck are we going to fight against that shit? After, you know, it was it was done before and, you know, dragons won. <laughs> I mean, who the hell wants I see an army and raise you three dragons. <laughs> <laughs> right, because that's how the Targaryens got... Um, King's Landing. The that's yeah. how they took over the that's Iron how, Throne. Yeah, that's how they got the Iron Throne. They came in with their dragons. They couldn't. You couldn't beat them back then. So how are you going to beat them now? And that's when um, what's Quirrell? Kyber. Kyber steps in and says, "We've been working on something." But I mean, who's to say it's going to work? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, this guy has been, you know, rejected by, you know, his his fellow maesters. He's been stripped of anything that has to do with being a maester because they just simply didn't want him. So I mean, he probably got something sick up his sleeve. Well, he was doing shady shit. That's why. That's why he's no longer a maester. Right. And when Varys left, he took his place. And once she took the throne, she made him her hand. But he's I'm, a shady motherfucker. He's a shady motherfucker. I mean, I truly want to see what he did to the mountain, though. I mean, I want to see. I want to see the mountain's face. Like, what did he do to make this dude look so scary? And we've only seen his eyes. So in the next scene, Jamie goes after Lord Tarley, and um, he calls his son Rickon when it's Dickon, and he he's approaching him because he wants to know whose side he's on, because all the other lords will basically listen to him. And he wants to sway Lord Tarly into following Cersei. But, you know, he he tells Jamie that they have always had a good relationship with House Tyrell. He says that that name means something, that he swore an oath to House Tyrell. So, you know, he's basically telling Jamie, you know, I don't I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to go against them. Jamie tells him, look, man, they turned their back on our queen. And now I need you to join our side. That when the battle's over, they're going to need a new warden of the south. And he couldn't think of a better person to take that. He's just bragging and, uh. You know, even even during the war, like you know, I'll, I'm going to need a general in the ranks in, in, in the army, and uh, so you're just trying to butter him up, you know, trying to paint a pretty picture. But you know, at the end of this, the whole conversation or that whole, you know, proposition Jamie had for for Lord Charlie was like, you know, we're not we're not oath breakers, and we don't we don't kill nobody at no wedding either. Slice nobody's throat. So he brings up the whole. Red Wedding. It's not going for, like, all of this stuff, all the shadiness that the Lannisters are doing is not never going to be forgotten. I mean, it's going down at the books, in the books, with the maesters and all of that. Right, and he tells Jamie that he's there because his queen called, and he knows what happens to people that don't, that don't show up for her. Right, he didn't want to be there. Yeah. Had, I mean, he had an option. He had a choice. 
you either go there or suffer the consequences. Right. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm grown to like Jamie, and he's he's siding with Cersei right now, and that kind of got me on the fence because I don't know where he's at right now. But but at the same time, you can see it in his face, you know, that he's desperate, that they are desperate because, you know, episode one was, listen, the odds, he was telling, he was talking to Cersei, you know, the odds aren't in our favor, you know, they're, this is looking not good, so we need people, and, you know, apparently the, the Tarleys have a grand army that they could possibly use to, you know, fend off the, the Dragon Queen, because that's what they're going to have to do. They're just going to have to fend her off. Right. She's their, she's their number one threat. And they're trying to gather as many people as they can to fight against her. But in doing that, they're asking him to betray House Tyrell. And I don't know if being the Ward of the South is good enough for him double cross. It I don't know if be if the title of Ward of the South would be able to break his word and his family's bond, you know, with the Tyrells that they that they you know that they've had over however many years. Is that going to entice him? I think the fact that he might just get, you know, whacked might entice him to, to kinda of stay. But at the same time, I don't know, they might be they might become a spy. Because I mean, you know, Sam, Samuel, he's he's working with he's working with the King of the North, and from what we're seeing, they look like the King of the North and the Dragon Queen might work together. So I don't know. This could go, you know, many different ways. Yeah, you know, and we all know that Lord Tarly doesn't really like his son. So, so he doesn't like his son Sam. So when he finds out that Sam. But how would he find out? Um, um, only unless, like, they meet up or something. Sam went home. Remember, he went home last season before right. he went to the Citadel? And right. He stole, the, he stole, he stole his sword. Too. Okay, so the next scene we have Sam, Jorah, and the Archmaester. And they're working on Jorah. And the Archmaester tells him that he should have cut off his arms as soon as he contracted Grayscale. Sam mentions that he knew Shireen had grayscale and she was cured of it and he asks if he knows of a cure now the, the archmaester's are like is um because she was she had it when she was a baby and then he was like well is this guy a baby <laughs> you know but i don't think it has to do with being a baby I think it's just... If there's a cure, then there's a cure. Exactly. At, at some point, they did something to make her stop from being a stone woman or a stone child. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sam is wondering what happened and who who did this to, to make this, like, cease, you know, in this little girl. Yeah. And he finds hope. He finds hope in that, you know, Jorah might have might be able to to have this this cure as well right so the archmaester is basically saying no there's no cure sorry whatever and sam being oh, he's so sweet he, i mean he is he's so sweet he asks jora if he should send word to his family and jora says no he said no need I've been dead to them for years. 
And Sam was surprised when Jorah said his name was Jorah Mormont. Right? He knows them. He knows that house. He knows that name, yeah. Okay, so the next scene we have Kyburn uh, walking with Cersei, and they're walking down into the cellars of the Red Keep. And what does he show her? He shows her this massive crossbow. And what is that supposed to do? That's supposed to supposedly, air quotes, take out the dragons. Right. So he tells her to shoot it. She does. And um, clearly penetrates the, the dragon skeleton that's currently under there that they actually had in the throne room. But, you know, they, they came and they stored it down there. But it, it goes straight through like a hot knife through butter. Now, it, did it do that because it's, it's so old? Or did it do it because that crossbow is that powerful? I mean, if, if you really think about it, I mean, you know, the, the live dragon has like muscles and things that before it can actually penetrate its, its actual bones, it has to penetrate the scales, muscles, like tissue, and then it can penetrate the bones. I mean, do I think it'll kill it? No. He does mention that one of the dragons was injured, right? Right. So... If you can injure them, you can kill them. But I don't know. They'd have... I mean, this thing looks like it's not very mobile. You know? And, and, and dragons can fly. Like, I mean, they can fly in any pretty, pretty much any direction. So you'd have to have one kind of stand still before you can actually get one. Unless they have tons of these, like, massive crossbows everywhere where they can just kind of shoot up the sky and then... Hope and pray. It's going to be like a spray and pray. I'm hoping that they only have one and that they don't let the dragons destroy it before <laughs> they, sh- they are able to shoot them. I'm going to be hot if, 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 if they kill any of the dragons. To be quite honest, I'm going to be I'm gonna be pretty, pretty, pretty livid. Yeah, they can't. There's no way. I, I'm Not hot. that way. Not by the crossbow. Maybe yeah. I, I would accept it maybe if Daenerys... Had, had to kill one of them herself because he was way too out of control or something, but not by the enemy. I mean, come on, he's a dragon. Yeah, I don't. I I hope not. I hope this guy gets eaten alive by one of these dragons. Right, but you know, earlier Cersei said that they're working on it. They're working on a way to be able to kill these dragons, and that's what it was. I mean. It's 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 pretty impressive. Crossbow. A crossbow on it's, steroids. It's, it's it's a pretty impressive, massive crossbow. It's definitely gonna do some damage. Whether it be if it misses the dragon and it hits like arm like the arm the armed forces ground troops on the bottom or something, but I, I hope and I don't think, but I hope that they don't kill any of the dragons. I'm yeah. I'm gonna be really upset. Me too. Me, fucking. I I didn't see these dragons as they was babies. Okay. I know. <laughs> They're a part of the family. They're a part of the family now. You know, on a side note, my daughter, for her fifth birthday, she got one of those little, oh, I think it's called a for real friend or something like that. Is it one of those that flip inside out? No, it's one of those pets. And she wanted a dragon. And so my brothers bought it for her. And do you know what she named her her baby dragon? What? Drogona. That's Bay. 
I mean, you have a five-year-old kid naming her pet dragon Drogona. That just goes to show you that Game of Thrones is a serious show. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely, like I said, it's definitely right now top three in my in my book. My daughter. My daughter is like, if I'm watching Game of Thrones, specifically like Battle of the Bastards, right? If I'm watching that episode, she will go to her room and go get Drogona and bring her to the living room and sit her on the floor so that she can watch. If that's not a part of the family, I don't know what it is. That that just goes to show that if any of these dragons get hurt, lose She's, some sort of limb or a wing, my daughter will be devastated if she <laughs> to those dragons. So nothing better happen to those damn dragons because my daughter will be devastated. Did you hear that, writers of Game of Thrones? I know you like killing off randoms, but please just don't kill the dragons. Save the baby dragons. <laughs> Drogona needs them. She does. Okay, so the next scene, Yara is telling Daenerys to just take King's Landing. She has her army, she has her dragons, and now is the time to move. And what does she say? She says that she's not trying to be the Queen of Ashes. Pretty much she's trying to keep the collateral damage at a low point because, again, she's also, she's been, you know, the freer of slaves... And things like that, you know, she's never been really too much into killing the people and overtaking any place by, you know, by those kind of means. So her strategy is to basically surround King's Landing and make sure that no provisions go in. So Cersei can have her throne, but she's not going to have anything around it. Exactly. She can have, however, whatever kind of army she wants, they... They just won't be fed. They're trying to get her to not have any sort of chance to fight back. She ain't going to have shit. No food, no water. Nothing's going to go in. They're going to have nothing. And, you know, in this scene also, there's I feel like there's a lot of friction. You know, you have Alaria and she she had her man, you know, killed defending Tyrion. Which she, is still alive she, today. And she throws that shit in his face. She does because, you know, she's feeling some type of way. I mean, if you didn't feel this type of way, I mean, something's wrong with you because, honestly, anybody would really feel this type of way about about really what happened. You know, my man's gone and, and you're here and you're of the king, you know, and, and you're now te- you need me. Yeah, and you're telling us that you're not going to take the fucking throne. You're not going to get rid of that fucking bitch. You're gonna, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. We're going to surround King's Landing. We're going to make sure they don't get... Nothing goes in. Yara's going to take you home. And after she drops you off at home, she's going to go to King's Landing. And Grey Worm and the army of the Unsullied, they're going to go and fucking take Casterly Rock. Something that nobody's ever done. Right. That's That's home base for the Lannisters, pretty much. And they're going to fucking take that shit away. So what the fuck is Cersei going to do? What is Jaime going to do? What are they going to do without Casterly Rock? It's been their home. It's been the fucking Lannisters for... Ever. So what are they going to do? I don't know. So now, they're, now the plan is falling into place. Now they, I think they're starting to understand what Daenerys wants to do. Right. Especially... Uh... Uh, one thing that I want to say was that Cersei, 
you know, Tyrion being her younger brother and feeling the wrath of her, he kind of knows, you know, what, how she's going to act and how she's going to, you know, uh, kind of move her pieces, you know, and he's kind of anticipating that to happen. So, yeah, he knows that she's gathering all the lords so that they can join her to fight Daenerys. He already knows that. So they've come up with this strategy to basically ice her out. Exactly. They, they, you know, according to the plan, they pretty much got it all figured out. If everything goes the way it's supposed to go, everything um, will be good. Hopefully. But will it? no dragon die. <laughs> <laughs> so Daenerys dismisses everyone but asks to speak to Lady Olena privately. Daenerys tells Lady Olena that Cersei is going to pay for what she's done. And then they will have peace. Lady Olena gives her some really good advice. She tells her, basically, fuck what the men are telling you. You know, I know Tyrion. He's a good hand. You know, he knows what he's talking about. But don't listen to the men. Ignore them. She tells her that the lords of Westeros are all sheep. She asks, are you a sheep? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. It sounds to me like Lady Elena wants a shock and awe kind of approach to, to this whole thing. She she wants to see, you know, the, the queen or you know the queen of King's Landing, of the realm or however you want to call her. I don't consider her a queen. She she wants her to pay. She wants her to pay for what has been done to her to her family. And she knows who she she's lived with this woman. She knows how she is, and she completely despises her. I mean, maybe you feel like she's kind of instigating a little bit, you know, like hey, you know. Basically, hey, I haven't gotten where I am by listening to men. Right, right, and she's a, and you know, I could see why why you know. Uh, the dragon, you know, the mother of dragons wanted to to have this little chat with 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 Lady Elena because she's she's a straight up boss too, you know, and she tells you just just how it is, even though you don't want to hear it, she'll she'll still tell you. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't get better advice from a better person if you are the queen, pretty much, and you are the mother of dragons and everything else that that you know that falls under that. That category. Right. Right. It's interesting, though. Like, I can't figure out why she pulled her aside. I mean, just, you know, to be quite honest, one one boss bitch talking to another boss bitch. I mean, this is how I go, you know, a thug. Right. Right? Because she's she's, she's a queen. Real recognizes real. And and that's and that's pretty much what, what that conversation was about, you know. Forget what everybody else is saying. What you got to tell me? You seem like you know what's going on more than everybody else. What's going on in your head? Be a dragon. Be a damn dragon. So the next scene we have Masande coming in to talk to Grey Worm. um, Because she found out that he's going to be going to Casterly Rock. And she wants to know why he wasn't going to say anything to her. If he was going to leave without saying goodbye. Blah, blah, blah. You know women. (laughs) You know women. Oh. So he so he tells her that um, 
he's never had to worry about anything. He's never had fear. Right, right. He's always lived without fear, but he... He met her, and all of a sudden, his world changed, pretty That's much. He's, he has a fear. What, what do you think of that fear is, again? Losing her. Losing her, yeah. Not being able to come back to her. Exactly. Um, that's his weakness. Right, she is right. his weakness. He's never had a weakness ever in his life. You know, he tells her something like, you know, if you were afraid of swimming, they would throw you in the water. If you were afraid of heights, then you would, they put you up somewhere high. If you're afraid of dogs, then you have to sleep with dogs, exactly. right? And he never had a fear until now. Yeah, I mean, he's probably, he probably, you know, had this amazing connection with, with, you know, with this woman. And he's never felt anything like that before, obviously. I mean, they, they didn't kept him under wraps for however long, you know, and trained him to be a soldier and not to fear anything, not to feel anything. So, I mean, for him to, to feel this type of way about somebody else is, is, is pretty, it's pretty powerful, you know. But let's, let's be real. Let's be real. Dude don't got a dick. (laughs) (laughs) No, he doesn't. (laughs) How is this going to work? Okay. I don't know. She takes takes her clothes off. She she takes her clothes off and she takes, you know, his little, his, you know, wardrobe off as well. He doesn't want her to see it, but she's like, I want to see everything. He's self-conscious. I mean, me as a man and I didn't have no wiener. I'd be self-conscious, too. I wouldn't want nobody looking at me down there. Everything's gone. Everything's gone. I mean, look, I, I get it. You know, it, love and all that stuff is great. But, you know, I, I feel like at the end of the day, especially maybe this this time in, in like, history, we, we might have, you know, we're like animals. How can you... How can you be with somebody without having sex with having them? Having sex with them. I mean, like... You're more than likely going to find somebody else that can have sex with you and, you know, right. go with them or something, you know. That's another one of his fears. Maybe losing her to somebody else. Oh, yeah. Somebody that can give her everything he that she needs. Yeah. Right, 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 right. She loves him, clearly. He loves her. Right, right. But how long is that going to last? Because we all know that love is just like a little... When you're in love, you're like in a little honeymoon phase. And then, right. you, you know, you obviously grow to to a, another type of bond but that bond might be physical you know and emotional too you know but you can't leave the physical part out i'm just sorry I, I, well they're gonna get to the physical part because uh they go and lay down in bed he gets on top of her but he can't do anything i was thinking he had a he, he had a pee-pee no. I thought he did. For like a second, they might have forgotten about this unsullied, and he had one. <laughs> and he just goes and, down. Yeah, you know. I mean, which is... Okay. No one's complaining. Nope. Maybe him. <laughs> Later on. <laughs> In- There's other things you can do <laughs> to bring a woman pleasure. Yeah, but what about what about him? He's just shit out of luck. He's she, shit out of luck. She is using him. Love him and leave him. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Love him and leave him. That's terrible. That's, I feel, I feel, I feel really bad for, you know, this, this, it, it, it's a great scene. It's, you know, that they're in love and all that great and they have all these emotions for each other. 
And, you know, maybe it might be a little over my, my, the way that I think, you know, it might be a little above my head, but I mean, I, personally me, we're, we're all animals at the end of the day and we all have urges and hormones and all this other stuff. But I heard that if you get like castrated and stuff, you don't really feel like, like me, like Theon, you know, he doesn't feel turned on by anything. No, because everything's gone. Everything was chopped off. But then how do you fucking pee? <laughs> I didn't think of that. Yeah, how the fuck do you pee? Does, like, the, the surface of where, like, you know, your pee hole is, like, get all scarred no and shit? no idea. You and I have... really don't want to Google image it either. I don't want to do that either. I don't want to see that. I mean, but... But might, how do you fucking pee? You might get some really bad urine infections or something like... You, yeah, UTIs, urinary tract infections. Oh, God. Ooh. That's it. That sounds horrible. <laughs> That's oh, a really no. good point. I just, I but it was a good that. scene. It showed how vulnerable he he is. Something that we've never seen before. Right, right. right. I liked it. Um, just kind of feel bad that he can't get it on. Again, there's other things he can do. But, there's other yeah. things he can do to please her, but at the same time, but what you know, about him? But, I mean, to, he looks like he just might, you know, be good with pleasing her because he loves her so much, you know. So And, and if she's getting pleased, then, hey, you know, nobody's tripping. And he, he he's not really have, he doesn't really have these emotions of, like, you know, getting turned on or whatever. So it probably doesn't even bother him. Okay, so we're back at the Citadel. Sam is following the Archmaester around. And he tells him that he thinks he may have found a way to treat Sir Jorah. And that he had been reading through some books um, that Archmaester Pylos wrote. um, And that he had written about a procedure to cure Grayscale. And the Archmaester tells him, um, yeah, well, do you know how he died? It sounds like an L. said from grayscale. And that the procedure was dangerous and... Um, forbidden. Forbidden. But do you think Sam's going to listen? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no, he's not going to listen. Hell no. So in the next scene, um, we see Jorah writing a letter to... The Khaleesi, Dragon Mama. His love, because he loves her. He loves her. If he loved her, he would have chopped that hand off. So Sam comes in and tells him that he's going to try to cure him. And he starts doing this... God-awful. And he tells him to bite down on something because he he can't make noise. Right? Because if they get caught, that's it. He's done. Yeah, they're done. So he starts cutting off the grayscale. And he has all these like potions or whatever the hell he has on a little cart. Like ointments. Like yeah. some sort of ointments or something. And so he starts the process of curing Jorah. That process, I'll be the first to say, was disgusting and it looked painful. Yeah. It looked like he was just peeling scabs off of yeah, it was pretty... I, I, I kind of wanted to throw up a little bit. It was kind of cool, though. I mean... It was kind of pleasing at some point. It looked like if maybe I had a scab like that, because I, I, I'm one to start picking at scabs, so... But, I mean, at the amount of pain that Jorah would look like he was 
you know, enduring. I don't, I don't know how pleasant that <laughs> that might have been for him. Grayscale seems like a terrible, like a terrible disease to have. And then the people, people around you are just like so calm about it. Oh, yeah, we'll just go throw you over there with the stone men over yeah. there in like Valeria or whatever. We're, we're just going to send you tomorrow morning. We're just, bye. Yeah, we'll send you over with the stone men to live the rest of your days. Yeah, because you're not going to have that many. I mean, you could or you couldn't. Who knows? All right. Uh, no, I, it's right before I lose my mind, I'd just be like, kill me. Yeah. Just kill me right now. I, I don't want to live the rest of my days with stone men. How do you like the transition from this scene to the next scene? I think it's like Sam's poking at him, like, you know, like getting like the stuff out from from under his skin. Shout out to the makeup department because that was so cool. I, mean, I loved it. It was yeah. really cool. No, definitely. So, you know, you see him poking around and it's like green pus coming out. And then you, should, you go to the next scene and they're like eating <laughs> like a bowl of soup. <laughs> mashed, I don't know. It was like a it's like a weird sort of pie that was it was like a custard pie. <laughs> it was so cool. I loved it. It got it reminded me of last week with Sam and you know, cleaning up the toilets and then the soup and you know, and then putting books away. But you didn't know at what point you didn't know what was shit and what was soup. Because it right. was just like oh <laughs> It just so looked funny. all the same in the you know what? They were they looked like they were being served on the same bowls that the people shitted yeah, on anyways. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Like they put them under the I don't know, it was so weird, but it was it's pretty fun. That's what it reminded me of. And so now we have Arya at a tavern. Yeah, tavern. 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 So she's at a tavern and Popeye is there, her friend Popeye. And um he gives her food, she's eating, and he asks her if she ever met up with the big lady that was looking for her sister. And, right. you know, obviously she did. Right. Because that was the, the whole fight between Brienne and the Hound. Right. Awesome battle. It was really good. Um, and, you know, Arya sneaks away. She kills the Hound. She thinks she kills him. And she sneaks away. She hides from Brienne. And, you know, she goes to Bravos. Because she ain't trying to get saved. So... You know, Popeye asks her where she's heading, and she tells him that she's going to King's Landing, and he's surprised that she's going over there, because he would think that he, and he said, you know, why are you going there? I would think that you'd be going to Winterfell. So she, she tells him, well, why would I go to Winterfell? The Boltons have it. And he tells her, no, Jon Snow came down from the wall castle black yeah and he defeated ramsey in the battle of the bastards and he's the king of the north there we go and she i mean she had no clue no clue whatsoever thank god for what was his name pot pie pot pie or hot pie whatever i don't know i I think it was pot pie (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and so now she hears her that her brother's alive and he's the king of the north and they've got winterfell again so instead of going to king's landing she goes home she goes north she decides to go home so i'm excited do you think that she'll try to maybe still kind of do her own thing 
as into killing Cersei, or maybe she might just join, you know, John and his, you know, uh, army of maybe she might get filled in later on. Like, hey, listen, you know, I know you want to kill Cersei, but we got these White Walkers coming our way, and we really, we really need to take care of these guys before before anything really happens down south. So she's gonna join her brother. She's always had a lot of love for John. He always treated her so good. He, you know, he. I, didn't he teach her how to fight? Yeah. Did isn't he the one that gave her a needle? But he was. But John was really nice to like pretty much everybody. Everybody else was just like Sansa was a bitch to John. Yeah, and she admitted it though, and she was like, "Look, I was a bitch, but." But Arya was always cool with John. Yeah. Well, she was. She was young, you know. She didn't. Really she was know. tomboy. Still is. <laughs> Still is. She's a badass tomboy. That's right. So she's going home. To the north. Do you think she could pull it off by herself? Yeah. You think she can pull it off Absolutely. by herself? Absolutely. She's got many talents now. She does. But the mountain won't leave Cersei's side. How is she going to kill her and take out the mountain all in one fell swoop? I want Jamie to kill her. But if Arya kills her as Jamie? Ooh, I didn't think of that. I thought she was going to be the maester. Because he's really close to, to Cersei. No. I think... I want Jamie to kill her. But if Arya kills her as Jamie, wearing his face. So, so Arya would have to kill Jamie. Okay. Okay. Take his face. And then kill Cersei. I mean... Again, I would rather it be Jamie to kill her. Right. But if this is the way that the writers choose to 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 kill her off, I can be okay with it. But she has to like take the mask off and let and Cersei has to be com- she has to be compromised at some point. She needs to kill her. She needs to do whatever she's going to do as Jamie kill her, right? If she does it, she's got to kill her as Jamie. And then I want her to take the mask off so Cersei can look at her while she dies. But I don't know how how I don't know how those dreams of killing Cersei might, you know, flourish now because now she's just going back north, you know, with her brother and her well, she doesn't know yet, but her sister because I mean, at least I don't think she knows because it wasn't really discussed, but going back up with with her brother, you know. And I mean, I Apparently, that takes priority over. Oh, yeah, because it's her family. That's her family. Because if he's the king of the north. He's got power. Knowing what they did, what the Lannisters did to their father, their mother, Rob, their brother. He, she knows that John's going to have her back. Right. And taking Cersei out. Right. So she's going to go. And she's going to meet up with her family and figure out a way to take that bitch out. But again, John's concerned about the White Walkers. He's not really too concerned about what Cersei's going through. You know? Right. But he can tell her, look, if we beat these White Walkers, then do whatever the fuck you want with her. (laughs) Kill that bitch. Which I hope she does. Which I hope she does. I hope somebody does. Like I said, I I would love it. I would love for it to be Jamie. But if it's not, then Arya wearing his face. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm down with that. 
I'm just really, I'm, 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 I'm really hoping that this bitch Cersei, I'm, she just, I, she needs to go. Ooh. She needs to go, you know. And that's, I want to give props to the to the actress because. She, oh, I love it, her, it's, Lena it, Lena Headey. If, yeah. If you're good enough to make me hate you, in in like I don't really hate a lot of people in like shows. I'm very open, but like she's really like irking me. She's she's, good. I she's like her. vexing my existence <laughs> from this TV screen, and it's pissing me off. Do you want her to die this season, or do you want her to die next season? I don't want her to die this season because then that means Game of Thrones is gonna be over. I feel because she's like the ultimate bad guy right now, right? And the White Walkers as well. You know, I I feel like they're on the same kind of level. Maybe the White Walkers a little bit more. We don't really know what they want. But we know what Cersei wants. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Ma- know maybe either. last season might be White Walkers, and they might kill off Cersei this this season. That'd be nice. <laughs> that would be nice, and then leave a whole battle for the, for the White Walkers and all the the men that they've acquired. Maybe over even this battle that's about to happen. I don't know, but I know one thing, and that's that I hate that bitch. <laughs> I hate her too. I hate her with all my. And now Arya's going home, and she's going to tell John. Hopefully, she'll trust him enough to tell him where she was and the training that she's gone through. And I think she's going to want to fight alongside him. And I'm hoping she fucking checks that bitch Sansa. She needs to put her in her fucking place. She needs to check her. Somebody does. Somebody has to. And I hope that she kills Littlefinger. Oh yeah, that motherfucker needs or, to go. Or maybe, maybe uh, Littlefinger marries Sansa, and on the night of the, where they, you know, officially, you know, make the marriage legit, then that's Arya when comes the, in. that's Arya, and Arya is actually Sansa, and bam. But can you wear the face of somebody that's alive? I thought you they have oh, to be yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't true. know. See, I don't know the rules. <laughs> I don't know the rules of the many face god. Okay. I just know that he has many faces. And she can you can take use one them. face off and then take another one off and then take another one yeah, off. Yeah, I think, I think they off. do have to be dead because when, when she was training, they, she, they were like cutting off the faces of the dead. So yeah, I think that. that oh, damn. There goes my theory. Damn it. But it would just be nice if she killed Littlefinger. Yeah, or maybe chopped off all his other fingers and made them all Littlefingers. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. We'll see. we'll see. We'll see. She's headed home. Okay. So in the next scene, John is informed that a raven came from the citadel, and it's from Sam, and he's letting him know that he found a map of where they can find Dragonglass, and it happens to be a Dragonstone. And guess who's that Dragonstone? Khaleesi. Who just maybe a day or two before sent him a raven telling him to come and I mean and bend the knee yeah you know but I mean to John right now this is looking like a win-win that's a win-win it's a win-win now he gathers all the lords and he tells them that he has a map of dragonglass and he needs to go to dragonstone and he tells them I also received this raven, this message from Tyrion, and he's there with Daenerys Targaryen. 
and they have troops, and they have three dragons. And he's going to go, and he's going to try to convince her to join the fight, and no one is happy. No. I mean, you're seeing your fearless leader, you know, kind of, well, everyone's kind of feeling like he's being set up, you know, because, again, they're taking, they're taking what? Daenerys is, you know, her the history of her family prior to her have done, you know, to pretty much everybody else, you know, the Mad King probably being that key guy, you know, when he burnt, he had burned uh, their grandfather alive, and to them, you know, that was that's serious, you know, they, but they have to understand that at the same time they're not dealing with the Mad King, but they 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 feel threatened to a certain extent, you know. She is a Targaryen. They feel like she Targaryens cannot be trusted if only you know. Targaryens cannot be <laughs> trusted. And neither can Lannisters. No. And when are they gonna find out that John is a Targaryen? I have no idea. But when they figure that out, do you think they'll kick him off as as the king of the the North? No. I don't think so. But I mean he I, I feel personally, I don't know about you, but I feel like he needs to go. Obviously, he maybe, maybe because I I know, but as me in his position, he needs he needs the dragon. He's glass. the only one that can go to talk to Daenerys. He's the only one. Right. She she will not accept anybody in the right hand, left hand. It doesn't matter. She will not accept anybody else but the king of the north. That's right. And and right now that happens to be Jon Snow. And he knows it, and he tells them, "I'm going." And what I like the most is that when he tells everybody that he's going, that he's going to accept. Right. You know, that she sent the raven, she sent the message, and he's going to accept. And and he, as he says that, he turns around and gives Sansa a look. Like, bitch, don't say a goddamn thing right now because I'm fucking going. Don't even, don't even try it. Don't try it. But you know she was going to anyway. She was going to give it give it the old college try and be like, what the hell are you doing? She had her little hissy fit or whatever. Yeah, until... Until? Until he says that he's going to leave Winterfell in good hands. And she says, who? And he says... You. And her demeanor completely changed. She's oh. like, fuck yeah, this is my shot right now. But at the same time, you know, when I seen that scene, I seen Littlefinger in the corner, like mm-hmm. giving her like a little nod, like you know, I don't, I don't know what's happening there. They might have some sort of secret agreement behind, you know, under the table. I don't know because I just don't trust Littlefinger. And right now, I don't know if I trust Sansa. I don't trust. I've never trusted her because I just think she's oh. I don't think she, she again. I don't think she sees and understands everything that's really. I mean, you know. Ramsey and stuff and she's been through a lot with Cersei and Lannisters and being in King's Landing having her dad killed I mean she's been through a lot we've already covered that she's already she's already been through a lot we un- we already understand that but she's not someone in a position in which she can judge other people i.e. Jon Snow they have something that that we need they have army they have an army they have men they that have we dragons. can use they have dragons fucking dragons and they have a whole fucking mountain of just uh, dragon glass. And they need it. And they need it. Because obviously they don't have dragons, but, you know, the dragon glass 
and the Valyrian steel, I think. But I think that's a little harder to get. But the dragon glass is the crucial part of yeah. this whole transaction. The, the, the Valyrian steel, there's like a formula to make it. Right. Um, that I don't know. I don't know who has a formula. Hopefully Sam finds it in the Citadel and, oh, we'll and then sends it John's way so they can make... Valyrian steel yeah. swords. Yeah. Right. Hopefully. But right now, it's looking like Dragon Glass is their best bet. Right. And going to Dragonstone is, is, is pretty much the only move hey. that they really have. Khaleesi called, wasn't sure about it, but now that they have the, the Dragon Glass, you bet your fucking ass I'm going. And Tyrion is the one kind of like gluing this whole thing together. I'm loving, I'm loving the way he's kind of, yeah, he's just like in the center of this whole thing. And I love that John says that he trusts Tyrion. Right. And, you know, he, he tells Sansa, like, you know, you know him. Right. She can't say anything bad about him. Right. He treated her well. Yeah. He could have he just, like, raped her, you know, but obviously. But he never did that. But he never did that because he's not, he's not like his siblings and or his, like, other family. But, you know. Oh, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. This dragon glass is gonna come in clutch. Hopefully, if Khaleesi decides, I don't know. You think they have to like dismantle the castle to get to the dragon to the dragon glass? I don't know. know. Maybe it's in. I don't know. Maybe there's like some sort of cave or something. Yeah. Who who knows? But but all we know is that John needs this. Yeah. The North. He the North needs it. The North needs it. They need this alliance, and he's gonna be the one to go. And that's a smart move, right? Yeah. She's a queen. And she's not going to listen to anybody but a king, and I'm the king. Right. And I didn't choose to be the king. I didn't want it, but I accepted it. Right. Because this is my home. Right. And I'm doing the best, the best that I can to keep this from, you know, to keep this in being my home, you know, to, to keep staying here. And, so that and we, we have, all stay alive. Exactly. I, I don't understand why anybody can't see it that way. I mean, well, uh, again, you know, history... History tells its tale, and that's what they're worried about, uh, history repeating itself. Right. Which is understandable also. So in the next scene, John is in the crypt, and um, he's looking at a statue of Ned. And I think it's Ned, yeah. And Littlefinger comes in. Fucking guy. And let's just get to the point. Littlefinger tells John that he loved his mother and now he loves his sister and he wants to marry her and be with her. And John is not having it. Chokes that motherfucker out. Like he deserves to be. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. He should have <laughs> fucking killed him. He should have at least fucking punched him in his nose one time. One time. John tells him, hey, you may have saved us, but... That don't change how I think, how, how I feel about you, you know? You, you say this, and I owe you one, but I'm not, I don't owe you my sister. That's you know? right. She, because I, maybe John understands, obviously he loves his sister, you know? And the love hasn't always been the same between them, but maybe he doesn't want Littlefinger to take over the uh, Winterfell or the North just like he did with you know, Sansa's aunt and threw her down that hatch in the veil, you know, yeah. that's, that was, 
That was pretty harsh. And I mean, maybe maybe he's thinking that like. Does John know? Did, did I don't know. See, don't does John he, know? Did Sansa tell him what Littlefinger did? I highly doubt it. I don't why think hasn't he knows. she told him? I don't think he knows. And why hasn't she told him? I don't know because I feel like she might have her own agenda. Why hasn't she told him? That was her aunt. That was her mother's sister. Yeah, but she was evil. I know, but she didn't. She was jealous of Sansa. Yeah, because she was young and pretty. Whatever. Blah, blah. But, you know... Littlefinger bitch got what came to her. (laughs) That was awesome. I mean, I'm glad glad that he got choked out. Finally, somebody didn't show them. I don't care how many secrets or how sly you think you are. I'll I'll break you if I have to. That's right. Don't make me do it. I need you. Do it, John. Do it, John. Please, just do it. Take over the veil too, you know. It wouldn't hurt. So then we see Arya in the snow by a fire, crouched down, I think. And she hears like that twig break. And she starts looking around. Her horse starts getting a little crazy. And you start hearing the wolves. You hear wolves. And when I heard the wolves, I was like, oh, my God, Lady. But then I remembered Lady was Sansa's dire wolf who was killed. Right. In, in place of Nymeria, because Nymeria should have been the one that was killed because that's the one that bit Joffrey. Right. So you get all the pack of wolves that come and they surround her and she pulls out her sword and she's ready to fight. But there's a shitload of them. And then all of a sudden behind her. There's a big ass fucking dire wolf. That was fucking big. That was a fucking big ass wolf. And she knows who it is. It's her Nymeria. Do you think it really is? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It has to be. It it, it just has to be. But I mean, she's found her own pack now. She does, and that's why you know, Arya tells her, "I'm going home. I'm going to Winterfell. Come with me." But nope. These are my kids. <laughs> That's her pack. She's yeah. going to stick with her pack. Of course. But maybe maybe now, since you know they had killed off all the other dire wolves, maybe those wolves will come in clutch at some point because now she has a whole pack. Well, there's Nymeria and... Ghost. Ghost. Those are, those are the only two that are left, right? I believe so because... Brands was killed. Yep. Defend, when, you know, Hodor died... R.I.P. Rickens was killed a long time ago. Yeah. Robs was Rob's killed, killed with him. And who else? That's it. Was that was that was that it for the for yeah. the children? Grey, yeah. Grey Wind was Rob's, Lady was Sansa's, Nymeria is Arya's. Right. Summer was Brand's, Shaggy Dog is Rickens, and Ghost is Jon Snow. So there's only yeah, two there's, left. There's only two left, yeah. And I don't know where Ghost is. But I don't know. He always comes in through. He, he yeah. always comes through every now and again. You'll see him. He might, is he still north of the wall? I don't know. I don't know where he is. I don't remember where he's at. But, but now that now, now she's got this pack. If it is, if it, if it is, because, you know, Arya did say that you're not her. You know, that it's not, it's not you. It's her. Because if it wasn't. She would have ate her? Yeah. There's a bond there. I, she mm. recognized her. Yeah. The scent. Well, well, we'll see. 
It's her. It's her. It's her. She recognized her. You know, see those videos of like dogs that have been lost for years and they're finally like there was a dog that was lost after the Hurricane Katrina and like hella years later. Well, not hella years. A few years later, um, they found her owners and she remembered him. Very hesitant. The dog went up to the owner. But once it smelled him, that was it. Like that tail was wagging and they were just happy because they know. And loyalty, I mean, dogs, you know, they're, they're very, they're obviously, they're very well known for, you know, or canines, I want to say, not dogs, because these, these are not dogs, they're dire wolves, okay, let's not get it twisted, but, you know, loyalty, pretty much, is, is, their, is their key. And... And she's loyal to her pack. Yeah. And, but her original pack was the Starks. Yeah. Whose banner is the dire wolf. I mean, how awesome is that? I mean, I think, that, I, I just think that's awesome, but... As the owner of Huskies, I love the Starks. <laughs> I mean, I, I I used to have a Husky too, and yeah, I I love I love the whole you know the breed and and everything. And the direwolves make just the North look. But I mean, every I I, I like Game of Thrones because everybody has like their own kind of house animal. You know, the Lannisters got the lion, the Starks. They have the, the direwolf. The Targaryens have the dragons. dragons. Ooh, the dragons. Those are the heavy I mean, wolves and dragons. The Greyjoys got the Kraken, you know, or whatever it is. Like <laughs> some sort of super squid. <laughs> but it could have been. It could have been her. It was her. It was her. It was her. It was Nymeria. No, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It was her. But that horse was, was, was about to get you. Oh, hell yeah. That horse was about to get oh, you, and he God. knew it. He or she knew it, and you like, oh hell, we gotta get the hell up out of here. That was a, that was a good scene because you know we've been wondering where the hell she was, and now we know where she is. Actually, I didn't even I didn't even wonder until I seen. I was like, man, I forgot that her dog was that she had like told her to to leave, go away, you know, don't come back. They're gonna kill you. So, Arya saved Nymeria's life, and so and it was vice versa, no. Well, what had happened that 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 Nymeria had been Okay. So Arya was playing with her friend. They were like sword fighting. Right, right. Right? And Joffrey comes like, "Oh, we're fighting with a girl, blah blah blah, you know, that little shit." And so then he he fights with the little boy and um Arya tells him to stop. Right. And so does Sansa. Yeah. That stupid bitch. And um this, you know, they're having this fight, and then here comes Nymeria, and she eventually bites, she bites Joffrey, protecting Arya. Good. And, um... And he has... And then he was a little fucking pussy and, and started snitched. crying. Bit me, bit me. And so, you know, Robert was gonna leave it as is, like, kids are kids, you know, they fight, whatever, but fucking Cersei was like, nope. You got to make an example. You got to kill that fucking boy because, you know, this is your, this is the heir to the throne. You can't let nobody treat him like that. So they kill the little boy and they said they're going to kill the dire wolf too. And, you know, Nymeria was gone. And so they, they killed Sansa. The next Sansa best was thing. so pissed off. She still didn't do anything But guess what? It. Guess what, little bitch? You fucking lied. 
you covered up for fucking Joffrey. Exactly. That piece of shit because, oh, you wanted to be queen. Yeah. That's no. your fault, girl. That's your fault. And she didn't even end up being queen anyway. I know. Stupid, stupid, stupid bitch. bitch. For fucking Joffrey? Like, come on. If that she, little pussy boy. If she ruined... Yeah, he's a little, he's a little fuck boy. I'm not even gonna lie. You know? But if he... If, if Sansa ruins the North, I'm gonna be upset. If she does something to conspire with Littlefinger, but... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, we're going to say that that is Nymeria. It is. And and she has her own pack now, and they're going to come in the clutch. Right. Yeah. They're going to come in clutch. Oh, you're going to kill all our direwolves? We got some more. The next scene, we see Yara, Theon, and Alaria. Yeah. Okay, so it's them three on a ship somewhere. And um <laughs> And then we get a surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Before that Ilaria and Yara are gonna get it on. Right in front of Theon and he's like, uh yeah, no, I don't wanna partake. No thanks, no time. <laughs> Not, not that he, he doesn't want to. I, I think he just he just can't. I mean, he can't. <laughs> that sucks. And then they get attacked by Euron. And there's a big-ass fucking battle scene. I love it. Euron comes down off this fucking clawed drawbridge, comes right onto the fucking ship, and do they just start killing everybody. How many of Ilar- Ilaria's daughters died? Three? No. Didn't they all no, get I, captured? No, I know one of them. One of them went down to be with her. Right. One of them died up. Maybe two of them did. I think two of them I think died. Two up, of them yeah, did. Yeah. On the deck. And um, you know they're they're fighting, and Euron gets Yara, knife to her throat, sword to her throat, and. Basically tells Theon, come get her. And what the fuck does Theon do? He fucking jumps ship. He turns Reek. into Reek. He turns into Reek again. And jumps ship. What the fuck? Poor Yara. I mean, but this guy's been, you know, this guy's been battered. He's a battered man. Ramsey, he did a number on him. And unfortunately, you, you that's like PTSD. You can't get rid of that. Nope, he doesn't want to be captive anymore. Right. I mean, he he lived his whole life in Winterfell, but basically, like, as a captive, as a... He was there. That was part of the agreement, you know, that we're going to take one of your sons, you know? And then from, from doing that to then going through what he went through with Ramsay, like, he's fucked up. I mean... But he was fine when 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 they caught, when they came under attack. It was when he seen that yeah. Yara was you know that was like his last hope. That was his last strain of hope, you know, leading him back to his his old self, and that was just pretty much taken from him. So what the fuck is what what is Yaron gonna do with Yara? Is he gonna take Yara to Cersei? Is she is that the gift? 
Maybe. Because he has Yara and Alaria. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this... I did not expect this to come from somebody that just that just got into Game of Thrones. Like, he just featured maybe, like, last season. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's just this, he's taking out everybody, all, all these Dornish women. I mean, not even Jamie could handle, you know, these these women. And, and this guy all of a sudden can. He That's comes kind of, in and just fucking, what? I don't know. So it was That's crazy. It, it was pretty much a shock and awe. You know, it was a shock and awe. They didn't see it coming. No one saw it coming. I didn't even see it coming. I know. How would he even know? Nobody. They just crossed paths? I have no idea. Some maybe. Is there a spy? There might be. Shit. There might be because, I mean, they were intercepted midway or, you know, on the way. And it's like they or knew. Did he, or did he go to Dorne? And see that nobody was there and and waited. And when he saw ships coming, he's like, now's my chance. I'm going to take him out. Did he think that Daenerys was going to be there? Who knows? Maybe. I mean, uh, what's really, was really, was really, you know, kind of pissing me off about this whole thing. It was just how easy it was. Yeah, that I was I felt like it was just too, too easy. easy. And now the Iron Fleet... Is gone from Daenerys's plans, so now what's going to happen? Now what's Tyrion's plan, or you know the, their plan to to call, uh, unless unless they're going to make them think that they landed there. There's no way of knowing for sure that they they're, didn't they're gonna make find it. Out. They're going to find out. Yeah, they have to find out. I don't know. But this guy, this guy came as a surprise to me that he was just able to take over and destroy the rest of the fleet so easily. With these fucking monster ships. I don't know. Well, now that Yara's his captive, will they fucking talk? Are they going to talk? Are they going to tell him... Khaleesi's plan. I don't think so. I think she hates this guy, and I she might be willing to die to kind of keep this a secret. But without the Iron Fleet and Dorne, like the plan's kind of thrown off whack. It's like yeah. throwing a monkey wrench in there, and you know, and it's you, not going to be as easy as they thought it was. Right. It's it's not looking very it's not looking very pretty right now. Maybe Cersei knows something. Somebody has to know something. There has to be some sort of spy. It can't be Littlefinger because no, he doesn't even know. He doesn't know what's going on. He's in Winterfell. He's more concerned about. And they don't even know Daenerys's plans. They don't know what she's planning on doing. They don't know that she's gonna basically trap King's Landing. They don't know nothing. So how the hell did Euron know? Hopefully we'll find out in the next episode. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean this this guy this guy really this guy really upset me and how he just showed up, 
you know, he's got like no rapport with me whatsoever. This guy's not even wasn't even really a badass until like today. Yeah. Cause he, even when he went to the iron to the you know the Iron Islands to to take over, he still wasn't that much of a badass to me. I mean, all he did was push his brother off a fucking bridge. Right, exactly. And then anybody oh, can do that. Anybody can do that. And his brother was old. Yeah. He was just like old and weary and freaking just fragile. And he just threw him over that that rope bridge or whatever it was, and he, he was like, oh well, you know, that's what you get. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this guy. I, I didn't think he was going to be much of a factor. But, you know, he is now. But apparently he is. Apparently he is. And apparently he has more ships than, than you know, the Dragon Queen had. Damn. And now she has none. Now he's thrown a wrench in their plane. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? What is going to happen? <laughs> what is going to happen? I don't know. Nobody knows. And I have to wait another week. This is what's killing me about Game of Thrones. And now, five more episodes. And now there's only five more episodes. This is you said this one's the last season. This is not the last season. It's not the last season, but there's five more episodes this season. I hope. I hope. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more action this episode. But I hope that next five episodes are just action-packed. I'm hoping, again, that they're just action-packed. If this season is a setup for the last season... Oh, yeah. The last season's gonna fucking balls to the wall. They're gonna go fucking crazy. You think so? Oh, yeah. They have to. I kind of want them to go balls to the wall now. They will. They should. They should, at least... For at least one of the sides of the war. Something has to happen. So you know they're going to get together. They're going to try to fight the White Walkers. But I think at this point, because of what Euron did, I think at this point, they're not... They're probably going to have to work with Cersei. How are they going to defeat the White Walkers? And they're going to worry about their shit later? Like, you know? Yeah, but they, they don't know. They think They all think that the White Walkers are just a myth. But John, but John is going. Tyrion will believe John. Yeah. And if Tyrion believes John, Daenerys will believe him. Right. So what's going to happen in King's Landing if everyone's concerned on what's what's going on over the wall? They're going to have to try to convince Cersei to fight with them against the White Walkers. And she's probably going to betray everybody. She yeah, doesn't, she'll she probably say, okay, I'll help you. But then she's going to fucking turn on them last minute and, and kill more of their men. It's, it's going to be like another red wedding. Just <sighs> like on a more massive scale. It's going to get crazy. Oh my God. Five more episodes. Damn you, Game of Thrones. Damn it. Why are you so good? <laughs> Why? <laughs> so stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah, stay tuned. We'll be here waiting. As always. If you want to ask any questions or you want to email us any of your theories, you can do so. Podcast at stookyduck.com. You can go on our website, stookyduck.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Everything at stookyduck. Um, yeah, go on that website. Leave us some feedback. 
And, uh, Let us know what you're thinking. Yeah. Alrighty. Till next time. This is Raquel. And this is Eric Deligi from the SFC. We'll talk to you next week. Deuces. <laughs>